Welcome to the first episode of The Lighthouse Path. I'm your host, Michaela Gabriella, and first and foremost, I'd like to thank you so much for joining me. For me, this project is an exercise in expressing myself in a public forum, and I've decided to embrace imperfection and just let it flow. (laughs) Some things will work and some things might not work, but I'm ready for the voyage and I'm happy that you're coming along. Uh, At the end of this episode, I'll be sharing with you how to get in touch with me and let me know what you think. But for now, let's go into my first segment where I'll give thanks to someone very, very special. There are many studies that suggest gratitude is the highest vibration, even more powerful than love. When we can be grateful through life's ups and downs, it's like a superpower. And so I will dedicate the beginning of each episode of The Lighthouse Path to giving thanks. Today, I'm sending a heartfelt thanks to my sister, Ariel, specifically for how she inspired me to start seeking out the answers to questions I'd had for many years. Uh, We grew up in the church and I was always very involved. I enjoyed going to the classes and joining the production team. But fast forward to when we were kind of in the beginning of our adulthood, in our 20s, she started to study Egyptian yoga. And that kind of threw me for a loop to some degree. It created a dissonance within me. And in efforts to find common ground with her, I kind of uh, went and bought a book on Egyptian yoga philosophy and um, tried to find, you know, common ground between what I saw as her departing from our um, our tradition, our our belief system. And during that process, I was able to acknowledge within myself that there were so many things I hadn't studied outside of the traditional teachings of the church. It opened me up to exploring the ideas of the Gnostics and the yogic sciences and even listening to some Buddhist teachings from Alan Watts, Ram Das. I discovered that I loved learning about many aspects of spirituality and our relationship to source, God, the universe, whatever you'd like to call it. And it excited me. And I appreciate that unintentional nudge onto the path. So, Ariel, thank you so much. I love you lots. And this episode is dedicated to you. Now on to the topic of this episode, why I named this podcast The Lighthouse Path. I chose this name after a lot of deliberation because at the very core, this project is about me sharing the light within and inspiring others to find the light within themselves and expanding it until it's spilling out of them like a lighthouse as well, so we can all be lighthouse luminaries. Lighthouses were created to guide ships through troubled waters, and the symbolism of that really resonates with me on so many levels. I'm here to let my light shine and encourage or inspire anyone listening to find that light within themselves as well. Or if you're someone who needs a little light to find your way, I'm here for that too. My overarching intention is simply to serve through sharing my experiences, and tools that have helped me along the way. I hope that makes sense, and if it doesn't, I'm sure it will over time as you listen to more episodes. One of the cornerstones of the Lighthouse Path is self-discovery. It's something I feel so passionate about because I feel as though it is the core of all of the other principles that we could ever learn about spirituality, mindfulness, any of these things, it begins with self-discovery. And what does self-discovery actually mean? Self-discovery to me is first identifying that 
you are more than your body. You are more than your brain and all the physical things that make up who we are. We are a soul having a human experience. And I think that most people really identify too much with the body, with the human experience, and they forget that they can really tap into something that's so much more than that. A large part of this podcast is going to be serving as a reminder to everyone of their divinity, of their power to create their own reality, and hopefully in a way that resonates and really inspires them to uh, take action and really integrate a lot of these ideas into their lives to make it more vibrant and help them to feel more joy and more bliss and also to face all the other emotions as well that we don't love to, you know, sit with, but we are going to experience sadness and, and grief and all of these other emotions. It's about integrating all of it and being able to regulate oneself. And I really believe that that all begins with self-discovery, discovering how to talk to yourself, discovering what you like and why you like it and how to do more of what lights you up, what makes you excited. Discovering these things has been one of the most rewarding things of my life. I mean, I always knew what my hobbies are. We've all done those uh, icebreakers and things like that where you have to answer these questions. What What are your hobbies? What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? Um, Self-discovery goes much deeper than that because you can be or learn to be totally honest with yourself and uncover things that you were taught to believe versus things that you truly believe that truly resonate with you. Um, you'll be able to start discerning between the two. And that is one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself is establish a, a baseline of discernment. This is my yes. This is my no. This is my stop. And this is my go. That is the most powerful thing that you can do for yourself. Because then whatever life throws at you, Whatever situation, whatever choice, you'll be able to trust yourself. You've established a relationship with yourself where I can trust that if I feel this is the right thing, then it's the right thing for me. If I feel like this is the wrong thing, I have the, the strength to really trust that it's not the right thing for me. And no matter how many people's feelings it might hurt or uh, whether it looks insane in the moment, I trust that part of myself that's telling me that this is not the right thing to do and vice versa. So it's super important and it all begins with, let's say it together, self-discovery. So if you're questioning, how do I begin discovering myself? I would recommend first and foremost, a form of meditation. And before you shut down because you feel like you can't meditate, um, I will be discussing so many different ways to meditate and to get yourself prepared to meditate, uh, that it will make it super easy and uh, seamless into your life. The way I see meditation, it's about a single pointed focus. 
a lot of times we'll tell children or we'll we'll tell ourselves to concentrate, focus, but were we ever taught how to focus and how to concentrate? Meditation is really the pinnacle of concentration, the pinnacle of focus. And it's cultivated in its most basic form as following the breath. It's as simple as breathing in and out and just kind of observing the air going in your body and out of your body. Maybe there's counting exercise that you do. You're counting in for four counts. Then you're holding your breath for four counts. Then you're breathing out for four counts. And then you're holding your breath out for four counts. Or you might breathe in for four seconds, breathe out for, for eight seconds. And the counting sort of helps you stay focused on the breath. But at its very, very most basic Meditation is just focusing on one thing. And I like to employ that in different areas of life. So a way to practice for meditation is just to focus on doing one thing at a time. So if you're talking on the phone, don't have the TV on, don't be doing other things, be present and talk on the phone. If you're doing the dishes, same thing. Focus on what you're doing. You're doing the dishes feel the water, you know, uh, observe the, the soap bubbles, you know, really just be present in washing the dishes. If you're talking to a friend, the same thing, just be present and focus on being there. You're not checking your phone. You're not thinking about what you're going to have for dinner. You're not thinking about an email you got from work. You're fully present in the now, in that moment. That to me is such a good way to practice for sitting or standing or walking and meditating, just watching the breath. So with that said, I would like to recommend for those who need guidance through that process, two apps. One of them uh, is one that I started out with. Um, I haven't used it in a very long time but I think it's still, you know, operating and it's called Headspace. Uh, one of my friends actually bought me a one-year subscription to uh, Headspace many years ago. Shout out to Leo. And um, that is what really got me into meditation. It taught me through guided meditations how to begin to um, observe my body from a very intimate place. So, you know, just even through a body scan, you know, you're taking, you're breathing and you're focusing on, oh, how does the top of my head feel? Are my eyebrows relaxed? Are my ears? Like you're just very, very tuned in to like what your body is doing and how your body is feeling. It was super helpful. And um, I'm really grateful uh, for that introduction into meditation. And then after that, I downloaded an app that I also recommend called the Insight Timer. So that also has um, guided kind of even courses. I did like a seven day course so that was an introduction into uh, meditation. And that taught me so much more about, you know, different ways to meditate and what meditation is. And it was such a valuable resource. And then in Insight Timer as well, you can create your own meditation. So they have like music, background music, they have bells. So you can kind of say, okay, I want to meditate for five minutes to this music. It, you know, give me a bell when there's one minute left. 
so you can start kind of you know coming back into your body and and uh, being uh, being more aware of your surroundings. Uh, but yeah, Insight Timer, probably my number one recommendation. But if you can find Headspace or just search for a meditation app, that is a brilliant way to get started on meditating. And really and truly, um, that's the first step into self-discovery because it helps you to quiet your mind. It helps you to feel more relaxed and comfortable with yourself with um, many different aspects of self-inquiry. And um, yeah, that's what I recommend. I hope that will make sense. And I will leave some links in the show notes for those apps if you'd like to check them out. As I wrap up this episode, I just want to remind you about something I mentioned before about gratitude. In my opinion, it's an invaluable feeling that we should be cultivating daily for our overall wellness. So with that said, I'm inviting you to participate in a five-day gratitude challenge I've developed especially to accompany this episode. It's linked in the description and I encourage you to invite a friend or two to join you on the challenge because let's face it, accountability partners are the best. And yeah, I'd love to hear how it goes. So do save my email address. Um, That's also going to be in the show notes. So you can email me and let me know how you got on with the challenge. That wraps up episode uno of The Lighthouse Path. I hope you enjoyed it and got a little something to take away with you. Again, thank you for joining me and I'll catch you next time.